When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Happy Day 29 of... Hello, Happy Day 29 of the program. Um, I'm a little excited about this week, downsizing. It's where we really get into it. We are not messing around. At this point, if you're here, you have been working the basic food plan, doing all the things, being as consistent as possible, maximizing your ass off. It's fucking go time. It is, let me say it again, it's fucking go time. Be all in. Make sure you are super clear on what you need to do each week moving forward. Ask as many questions as you need. Set your intentions in the morning. Hold your ass accountable with those end of day reflections. Heck, do a midday check-in to see how you're doing on those morning intentions. Journal your ass off. Record everything like you want to reach this finally and forever fucking weight loss goal like yesterday, right? Like yesterday. And if you're showing up with some sorry ass energy, put your big girl panties on or your big boy boxers or whatever you're wearing, pull them up super fucking high and let's go. Honestly, you should be nothing but so excited with the fact that you are still here showing up. So take a minute today and be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself. Regroup, assess where you are at, check your why. Why are you here? I know some of you signed up for the program not knowing what you're getting into. Yeah, we don't mess around. Um, Check your why. Why are you here? What's going to motivate you moving forward? Because it's your why, right? You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to do the things that you don't want to do. Life is not going to make it easy for you. It's going to smack you in the face. You're going to get set back. You're going to want to quit. For sure, you're going to want to quit at least once. I mean, are you even showing up if you don't feel like quitting at least once? <laughs> keep showing up. As long as you keep showing up, you can't mess it up. Um, you guys are talking about our hot, you, hot flash sale today. You guys have crashed our website. That's what's happening. Um, I don't know where we're at with membership sales. First 15,000. Um, I know some, yes, we broke the, yes, we broke the internet this morning. Um, which is great. I mean, you want to be excited. You want to sign yourself up. You want to set yourself up for success. You want to get this done. You want to get this done already. Um, you guys did legit actually break the internet uh, this morning signing up. Uh, Wix is on it. So if you are getting error messages, all of that, um, Tony is literally on the team right now with Wix saying like, come on, let's go. So keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Listen, and even if you don't get in, 75 bucks is still an amazing deal. Seventy-five. I mean, $75 is a steal. Come on now. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I had 12 in my cart. Yeah, I know you guys. Um, it's exciting on the same hand, um, but also frustrating and just like our weight loss journey. So please hang in there. Thank you so much. We love that you guys are so into the program and you love it. Um, if it's still time to tell your friends and family, I don't know how long it's going to last, but (laughs) I guess, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about, let's, (laughs) hi, Heather. Good morning. Kids are, kids are home today. Sorry. I apologize. A little excited this morning. Let's talk about where you are at. Let's talk about where you at and how you're feeling. Okay. With that said, It is so normal to feel a little nervous about this tweak. If you're feeling ways about the tweak today, good, because that's what this tweak is designed for, to bring up all the feels. Our downsizing week and tweak most resembles a diet, right? And that's why I have it right at the beginning. After you've been 
showing up for weeks, following that food plan, eating all the meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich, eating dissatisfaction, all of that, drinking the water. Now it's like, this is where we're trying to lose weight. Now it doesn't mean the scale is going to move like tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't mean the scale is going to move tomorrow. And if it moves this week, chances are it's because of what you've done last week. And a lot of people won't see any movement in the scale this week. And they're like, what's going on? You know, I'm eating less. I'm doing what you said, but they will see the scale move next week. And they're always like, how come I'm losing this week when I didn't lose during the downsizing week? It's because of what you were doing this week that causes the scale to move next week. So heads up on this tweak, we are going to do it for this week. So it's one week. One week. You'll see, um, if you follow a lot of our Libby losers, they like to post memes about this week saying, but did you die? You're not, <laughs> you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Uh, remember with the tweak this week, nothing changes. Still following that food plan, still eating those nutrient rich foods, except that rather than eating enough to feel satisfied, you're going to eat enough to feel slightly unsatisfied. So you're going to leave yourself feeling like you want to eat more. Like if you were eating food at a restaurant and a, you know, the waiter or waitress came by and took your place before you were done. You're like, wait a minute, like I'm not done here, right? Kind of that kind of feeling. And then you're going to pay attention. So you're going to ask those four questions, right? So a couple, there's a couple ways to do this. So you can, while you're plating your, you know, food on your plate, right? You know how you've been asking the four questions as you put the food on your plate or before you go to eat it. If you're at a restaurant, you look at the plate before you start to eat. How is this portion for me, right? Oh, is this too much? This is not enough. Okay. This is about right. So you can try to portion less if you want, like, it, oh, this looks like about right. Take a few spoons off if you want. Um, or you can portion what you normally portion and then leave a few bites less. So that's that kind of like the surface level of doing it. You really want to get it in tune, not in your head, in your belly about actually feeling slightly unsatisfied because that's, I mean, that's where we want to be in tune as possible. But for the first week, if you're new at it, you can portion less on your plate or just leave a few bites less than what you normally eat. But really, eventually, I want you to get to a place where you are feeling it's the feeling. Portions are always what they feel like and not about what they look like. But given this is the first week, that can be an easy way to do it, right? Portion less or leave a few bites off your plate. Um, we're going to take a week in between. So next week, we're going to bring it back to satisfaction, not like back to satisfaction, sa satisfaction, because you're going to notice that your portions are going to be smaller naturally, and you'll be feeling just as satisfied on those smaller portions after your body adjusts to you giving it slightly less. So this is where we're chipping away at those portions. And then you're going to have a week of satisfaction, which you should still expect the scale to move. And then we're going to downsize again one last time. So you're going to have another opportunity to do the downsizing after a break in between. So if you're feeling a little apprehensive with the downsizing tweak this week, totally normal. It's meant to bring up those feels. You don't have to worry about not eating enough because you're still eating six times a day. Some of you, heck, still using bonus snacks, eating eight times a day. You're just eating slightly less than what your body got used to last week. And this is all about what your body's gotten used to. So we talk about set point, which the Livy method is based right on is lowering your set point, allowing the body to adjust, lowering the set point, allowing the body to adjust, lowering your set point, allowing your body to adjust. Around your set point, your body has adjusted the amount of food it's gotten used to. So you've gotten used to eating these large portions 
And just because your body's gotten used to that doesn't mean that that's what you need, right? So this is where we are getting in tune to our portions. Everybody who was eating dissatisfaction last week is eating more than they need. So you do have the wiggle room to eat slightly less. Now, for those of you who are concerned returning members, but my portions are already small, Again, it's what they feel like, not about what they look like, right? And if you still have weight to lose, you still have wiggle room for those portions. And again, it's all about the messaging. So it's not about eating less. It's about the issues and the associations that are brought up and the fact that your body has this excess fat that it no longer needs. And it's going to say, okay, well, if I'm not getting enough food to sustain the size body that I am, which I have been getting for the last few weeks, let me release this fat and downsize the size of your body to adjust to the food that's coming in because your body is very adaptable and it adjusts to its environment and situation. So it's not like you're starving and depriving it because you're still getting all this nutrient-rich food every few hours. So your body is like, oh, I keep getting all this food, right? but not enough to comfortably sustain this size body like I'm used to. So let me downsize the body, release this excess fat that no longer serves a purpose and downsize and adjust to the food that's coming in. So that's what we're doing. The reason why it's slightly unsatisfied and nothing else changes is because we don't want to stress the body out too much. Just enough that it feels like it's going to keep getting what it needs and that it can release this fat that it no longer needs. So that's the whole kind of, you know, um, simple explanation of what we're doing here. <laughs> now, some of you might be concerned because all of a sudden you're starting to get hungry. You will notice that you're hungry because your body's going to be like, whoa, wait a minute, where's my food? And you're like, I'm giving you the food, just maybe not as much food as I was giving you last week, but I'm still giving you more than enough food. And the body will, it'll cry and whine and complain, let you know that you're hungry. You're not happy, especially going into bedtime. It's going to be like, where's our food? And then when you just consistently give it what it needs and don't give it more food, your body's like, well, fine. If you're not going to give me more food, I'm going to release this fat and I'm going to just downsize and adjust myself. Okay, go ahead, body. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're doing here. That That's what we're doing. Um, so you don't have to worry about not uh, eating enough. You are still eating. Listen, you can eat a lot of food and not eat a lot of food that actually has any kind of nutrient value behind it. Let me say that again. Someone can eat a lot of food. It doesn't mean that their body is getting what it needs from the foods that they're eating. So smaller, more nutrient-rich portions are, you know, do more for the body than a large amount of food that has no nutritional value. So if you're concerned about not getting enough, make sure that the foods that you are eating are super nutrient rich. Um, you guys are still talking. So if you if you are just coming into the podcast today, yes, you guys did crash the website. If you're concerned about purchasing, keep trying, keep trying. Um, last time I checked, we still had we still had um, memberships open. I don't know where we're at right now, but keep trying. Uh, I was saying Tony's on the phone with Wix trying to get the ups, the website up and running. Um, you will get through. It's just, you know, like anything, it's just frustrating. <laughs> and then listen, after today, we just focus on this program. 
I'm always very mindful of like, cause, you know, I have to let you guys know when we're doing a sale and, and let you guys know when the next program starts. The reality is thousands of people don't get into each group. And so they are like knocking at our door, customer service every day, trying to get in. So this is why we open registration so early. I'm not actually, I don't like talking about the next group while we're currently focused on this group. So we're going to like double down on where we're at today with downsizing. And like full steam ahead. So once you lock yourself into spring, forget about spring and just like be really grounded in this group showing up day by day by day by day. Because here's what's going to happen. Time is going to go by so fast. We're already in week four. Next thing you know it, we're going to be done. And then you're going to be rolling into that next program. Okay. Um... Well gained, but okay. Well gained, but I'm still here. Okay. So let me talk about something. So on the weekend, right? And I love when people come into the group and share. So someone came in and uh, shared that they're just so frustrated that they're tired of the scale going up. And, you know, of course, that led to this big, long thread of my team trying to support them and a whole bunch of other members coming in and support them. And everyone's like, me too, and me too, and me too. And it turns out this person was actually down like almost nine pounds, Nine pounds in four weeks is amazing, right? Now, nine pounds in four weeks is amazing. And it's kind of really, I hope, a learning lesson for everybody, you know? Like you can be down nine pounds and still be frustrated when the scale is going up. Chances are that's not going to change. You're going to be frustrated with the scale because you are frustrated with your weight loss journey up into this point, right? You are, let me say that again. You are frustrated with the little ups on the scale because you are frustrated to your weight loss journey up into this point. But there's this thing called festering in your funk, right? Where you're so upset and you're frustrated. I just going to quit and all, all of that. That is sabotage. That is sabotage. And for so many reasons, we're going to talk about this more as we go. So many people sabotage themselves. They sabotage themselves because they're afraid of uh, that they're not going to be successful. And then even when they're successful, nine pounds in four weeks is fucking amazing. That's it. Drop the mic. Done. Especially since it's so normal to not have lost one pound at this point. It's just so normal. It's expected how quickly you lose in the beginning. Zero indication of how successful you are going to be. But you know what is the one indication that you're going to be successful? If you stick around and you don't give up on yourself. So you really have to watch that festering in your funk that we like you can you can you can feel funky but you still have to follow the plan right honor your mood honor your feels but do what you need to do at the end of the day and you have to watch this you have to really watch that because people do what I call planting the seeds of doubt and that's where they don't ask for help right they don't ask for help they don't ask for suggestions they don't ask for anything they're just like i'm so frustrated this is whatever i just feel like quitting that's it or you know the water's so hard i can't get it in and you know it's frustrating that's it you know uh, these lives are so long i can't keep up with the information and that's it and what i call that is planting the seeds of doubt are you setting yourself up to successfully fail you have to really watch this. Let me say that again. Are you setting yourself up to successfully fail? So that when the time comes, when you quit, you have a trail of excuses and reasons as to why you're quitting, which will make you feel better, I'm sure, for a minute until you realize you still have weight to lose and you tried every other diet out there. And do you know what I mean? So don't, you can fester in your funk, 
but don't let it stop from doing what you need to do. So this is why I said at the top today, really assess where you're at, how you're feeling, the kind of energy you're coming forward with, because no matter how you are feeling, you should be nothing but proud of the fact that you are still here at this point, right? Um, we're about to encounter in the next couple of weeks what's called the messy middle. Yeah, this is where it gets messy. <laughs> this is where those feels really start to pop up. So if you are struggling with those feels now, you might be in trouble a couple of weeks from now. This is why it's a great idea to check yourself and where you are at and be like, what do I need to set myself up for success? Success, not successfully fail for success at the end of the day. So if you're getting on that scale and it's dictating your whole mood, it's not about what you're eating and when if you're following the program. It's not about if you're going to lose your weight or not. It's like what you got going up in your head. What is going on in your head? And that's where you got to turn up that internal volume. This is the conversation we're going to be having this week. Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer is going to join us uh, tomorrow. And um, Dr. Beverly is going to be back on Thursday. We're going to talk about how to process those feelings that we have and really turning up that internal volume. Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? I use the off-plan moments to see what happens to my body. It's a teachable moment for me. So tons of sugar, caffeine, salt, and irregular meals can cause sleep issues, mood issues, and also a ton of inflammation. To be honest, I'm grateful it happened because it's another level of connection to my body. So there was something on, something on Instagram I was going to, I think it was Jim Wick. And he's like this brain guy. I don't have my phone. Tony has it because he's talking to the Wicks people. And it was this little graphic. I'll post it actually in the group. And it talked about how we learn from, you know, like the things we're doing right, the things we're whatever, and our failures. And you really learn the most from your failures. I don't like to call them failures though, because like, let's, like, let's put it in perspective. You're following the program and you decide to have, uh, I don't know, bag of chips at night right? So you're like watching a movie, you have eat the whole big bag. I do this all the time. Big bag of sour cream and onions, my favorite. Um, it's ruffles, of course. Um, so you decide to eat the whole bag. And so first of all, you're, you open the bag. Should I have these? Shouldn't I have these? Oh my God, it's just been a shit day. My kids were this. My job is that. I just need to fucking, I'm just going to have a few. Next thing you know, you're eating them. Okay, I should stop now. And then you're like, fuck it. I've already eaten them. So let me just keep eating them. Right. And then next thing you know, you've eaten the whole bag. Then you're like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm never going to lose this weight. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to just eat nothing. I'm going to starve myself. And that way I can get caught up on where I'm at because I've ruined everything. Then you go to bed. You feel like crap. You wake up the next day. You're just like, well, you can't open your eyes. You're so salted. Then you get on the scale. And of course it's up. Of course it's up. And of course, this program's never going to work. You pop into the group and be like, I don't know what's going on. My weight is up. It's not working. <laughs> Every Monday, every Monday, every Monday, right? And then hopefully, hopefully you don't give up and you just get right back at it. And so a couple of things that you're learning there. One, I want to get you to a place where you can eat a whole bag of chips and be like, oh, hashtag worth it. Oh my God, that was so good. Like, that's it. Laugh at yourself maybe, you know, and just move it along. Get on the scale the next day, really understand why it's up and then just get right back at it. And now whether that's chips or it's pizza on pizza night, or it is, you know, whatever your Valentine's Day is coming up, you eat the whole box of chocolate, whatever that is. There's a couple of things happening. So there's the berating of what's happening in your mind. So did you actually enjoy the thing that you were eating? Did you enjoy the chips? Did you enjoy the pizza? Did you, did you enjoy the chocolate or did you just stress the whole time that you were eating it? Wait a minute. Did you actually taste it? 
Were you, did you, <laughs> did you actually enjoy it? Did you, did it bring you the joy that you thought it would? Right? Did, did it bring you the joy? This is where you can't just be like, oh, I did that and move along because you have to recognize the behavior. Why did I choose to have it? Okay, this is what was going on in my life. So maybe this was the trigger. I'm using food as a reward. What is it? Right? Did I actually enjoy it? Like, did I taste it? Did I enjoy it? Did it bring me any joy at all? What happened after I ate it? Did I just berate myself the whole time while I was eating it, right? And then what happens the next day when you get on the scale? Did I continue to berate myself about eating this thing that I ate because it was bringing me joy, right? So you're going to learn a lot about your connections with food because we use food for so many things to, to celebrate, to straight up enjoy, to show love, to bond over, to like we use food for so many things. We're not going to stop using food for those things. So we have to learn to reconnect with food. I want you to be able to enjoy food, enjoy life and all the yummy bites and bits that come with it without stressing yourself. So if that is your experience that says, okay, yo, whoa, wait a minute. I have a lot of work to do right? In terms of my connection with food, my association with food, my issues with food, how I use food to cope, triggers that I have with food, right? So that's a massive aha moment for you. Now, once you recognize, okay, that those chips, that chocolate, that thing didn't bring me joy, the donuts that I'm having, you know, Sally brings in donuts, you have a donut, you berate yourself the whole time, then you feel like shit all day, then you know what I mean? That whole thing. Until you can get to a place where you eat the donut, this is yummy, and just not think anything of it. You eat the chips, this is delicious, and not think anything of it. That's the end game for you. And that's what's going to feed into you being able to maintain and sustain your weight, is that you just understand the choices that you're making and how they're affecting you. So what's going to happen is the next time Sally brings in donuts, the next time you go to eat that bag of chips, the next time you have this or have that, you're going to remember your reflection, your thought process on what happened last time you ate those chips. And you may be like, oh, last time I had that donut, I didn't feel great. Last time I ate that whole bag of chips, I didn't feel great. Last time I, whatever. Now, you might do it another couple times, but now that you've brought awareness to what you are doing, the, why you are doing it, and how you are feeling about it, not just physically, but mentally, then each time you are less likely to continue that behavior, right? And the other part of that is you will learn this is why it's good to do it while you're on the program. Not that I'm suggesting that you constantly indulge because obviously you want to minimize those. Here's the bigger part of this. What you're going to learn is that you had that thing what you chose to have and maybe you did the whole head games and all of that. And then maybe you got up the next day and that scale is up. But if you keep showing up, what you're going to realize is that bag of chips, that pizza, that chocolate, it's not going to stop you from reaching your goal. You just get right back at it the next day. Your weight will come right back down because having a bag of chips, having some pizza, having some chocolate isn't going to cause you to gain any real weight. It's not. It can cause the scale to fluctuate, yes, but it's not going to cause you to gain any real weight. So then what you do is you just keep moving forward and then you'll continue that downward trend on the scale and you're going to reach your goal. So this is why it's not about being perfect. It's about progress over perfection. So a lot of you are berating yourselves to thinking 
it's going to stop the behavior. You can't just you can't just be like, oh, I had this, feel like garbage today, berate yourself, say you're a horrible person, you're going to be fat forever, thinking that that kind of mentality is going to force you into making the choices that you need to make. It's not really. It's not really. So that's where you have to turn up that internal volume. You have to understand it's so much bigger than just, you know, ragging on yourself for a day. It's like really understanding what was my trigger? Why did I make that choice? How did I feel in the moment? What happened mentally afterwards? What happened the next day? How's that working for you? How How's that working for you, right? Or paying attention, like I said, the fact you had it, sure, the weight was up the next day, it came right back down as soon as you got right back at it, right? A lot of you are so used to punishing yourself after indulging, and that's really what you're you're going to be working through is trying to um, disconnect from that behavior. Oh, I ate this thing, so now I need to punish myself and either go work out for 16 hours or starve to death for the next you know week or whatever. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, I have an aha moment on the tweak this week when Kim said, I would feel sad when I left food. Totally something I have and need to work out. Yeah, so a lot of you, because you're going to be leaving food on your plate. And it's going to, like in other countries like Thailand, right? Like if you eat everything on your plate, they put more food on your plate because they assume you're still hungry. So it's very customary to leave food on your plate to signal the fact that you've had enough. We come from a different, a lot of us who are listening today, because I know we are in like 55 different countries, a lot of us were taught to eat everything on our plate. You're just going to, you're going to sit there at the dinner table until you eat everything on your plate. You are taught to just finish whatever's put in front of you. And that's just what you do. That's the habit. That's how you're wired. And it's going to feel very weird when you start leaving food on your plate. So there's a couple ways, like I said, you can either portion less if you if you think that's easier, but at some point you want to be able to face the feels of leaving food on your plate. So what you can do is just bring containers, pack it up. And even if it's the smallest amount, pack it up, right? Put it in your fridge, incorporate it into your next meal or snack if it's appropriate. Save it for the next day if you need. If you go to restaurants, I am the queen of the takeout. I have been to the finest restaurants and gotten a doggy bag. I'm like, I paid for that shit, put it in a bag, I'm taking it home. Um, Sometimes I will eat it, sometimes I don't. The next day at lunch when I put it in the fridge and I remember I have it, I'm like, whoo, yes. So excited to have those leftovers because I, I don't like wasting food. I don't like paying for something and not being able to eat it. So that's one way you can do it. Just get yourself some Tupperware, <laughs> old-fashioned Tupperware. Even the smallest portion, pack it away. Because this is, if especially if it's your first time through downsizing, you know, you you eventually, yes, I want you to be able to, you know, deal with leaving food on your plate and have that be the end of it. Because you're not saving any food and you're not not wasting it by not putting it in your body. And I say this, 
you know, and, and it's a little harsh, but your body isn't a garbage can and you choosing to eat something more than what you actually need is not saving anything other than put it in the, you know, the green bin. It's not, it's not, you're just, there are so many other ways if you are into food waste issues that you can, you know, be involved in actually making a difference when it comes to food waste issues. Um, there are things that you can do at home, you know, go through your fridge, go through your freezer. I saw Patty Thompson is doing a thing right now where she's um, going through all of her frozen foods, buy less food. Do you know what I mean? Make sure you add those greens to your dinner so you're not throwing your greens out. I know so many of you throw out food from your fridge every week, yet at the same time, you're going to really struggle with leaving bits of food on your plate. So you have to recognize it's not a food waste issue per se. So think about that. If you are throwing food out every week from your fridge that's gone bad because you haven't used it, and yet you are stressing about those few bites of bits on your plate, we can generalize it and call it a food waste issue, but it's deeper than that. It's what you've been taught, right? You've been taught that you need to clear your plate. So that is what's making you feel uncomfortable, right? That, that is what's making you feel uncomfortable, not the actual leaving food on your plate right? Because do, that doesn't make sense. Because how many of you guys are throwing out those leafy greens? Or until you started the program, throwing out those leafy greens every week or whatever it is, right, that you're getting rid of. Um, it can go to waste or it can go to waste. Yeah. <laughs> we want to reconnect with food in a positive way, in a way that we really can reconnect and enjoy food, right? That's what we want to do. You want to lose your weight in a healthy way physically, right? That's going to help with, you know, losing the weight in a healthy way, giving the body what it needs, giving it all these nutrient-rich foods, right? Supporting it in detox and releasing the fat, allowing those plateaus to happen, right? So that your body can adjust to the weight that you've lost. That is one thing. Losing your weight in a physical way, a physically in a healthy way, so huge. That's going to factor into maintenance at the end and you being able to wake up, look good, feel good, just live your life and put weight loss behind you. The bigger part of that is that mental part, the issues and associations, the triggers, the habits, the coping, all of the, the past traumas. That's the, that's the big stuff. That's the real work that you're going to be working through, right? I'm the queen of making a whole meal a leftover bits and the garbage can comment two programs ago made this tweak this week. Yeah, it was huge. I love the sentence. I'm not saving any, saving it from anything. Yeah, you're not saving it. But think about it, like even your fruit snack, right? Some of you are just grabbing an apple and you're just eating the whole apple. And if you keep thinking, if you keep, if you keep eating the apple and you're struggling with leaving, leaving it, buy smaller apples, right? Buy smaller apples or cut the apple into like quarters. So you're eating it that way, right? There's sort of ways that you can kind of reconcile because we're just used to eating a whole apple. You think, what's the big deal? It's fruit, it's just an apple, right? And so it's the way it's like you're doing this with all of your meals and snacks and really just getting in tune with how much you actually need in them all. Kids are notorious for this. Like kids will only eat enough. Like this is why kids never finish their food and we force them to eat it just because we put a certain amount on their plate. Think about this for a minute, right? Like they, they stop eating. I'm not hungry. How many times, I don't know if you, for those of you who have kids, like, I don't know about you, but especially during growth spurts before and after my kid would go from eating like nothing all week. I'm like, how are you surviving? You're eating nothing to the next week eating us out of house and home. They're not thinking about it. They're just being very in tune, right? That's why your, your kid eats like this. And Tony and I would get together. This would make him crazy. 
because in his household, food was like serious business, right? Especially when there wasn't a lot of access to food. So you came to the dinner table and you just ate your food and that was your job. I come from the background of like dinner is when we talked. So you're going to sit there. We talk, right? Tony's table is like no talking. You're going to, you're just, you're going to eat your food. And so when Tony first started coming to our house, the kids would like leave food, half eaten this, half drank that, like whatever. And he's like, it's such a waste. And so that's, they're just so used to eating until they feel satisfied and then they just move it along, right? Um, kids are really in tune to that. Um, but as we get older, you know, we are taught, well, as we're raised, we're taught eat everything on your plate. So we get accustomed to eating more than we need. We get accustomed to eating foods that maybe doesn't sit right with us. And we get accustomed to finishing that plate. That's a really old ha- habit to break. I frequently have an apple for my fruit snack. I cut it up into thin slices. I save a portion in an airtight container and it's still good the next day. Exactly, right? I noticed the apple when we split our meals. So now my apple is cut in half. I put lemon juice on it so it does not turn brown. Okay, so, 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 so. So downsizing is one of our weakest tweaks, which is why we implement it in the beginning. Less about eating less. I mean, it is about getting more in tune to your body's actual needs. Um, and more about bringing up those feels. So there are times in the program we're going to be eating more often, right? There's going to be times in the program where we're going to be switching up some of those meals and snacks and eating eating less often, right? So there's there's a variety of things that we're going to be doing, tweaks we're going to be making where it's going to help us to get in tune to our body's needs. So at the end of the program, you are checking in at every meal and snack time, but assessing your situation and really get in tune that your body's needs change every day. So even with downsizing, some of you are going to notice you're not even hungry. You're like, how do I downsize something if I'm not even hungry, right? So you still want to have those token amounts. You still want to have those token amounts. Um, good morning. Tried to get on the hot sale, uh, hot flash sale at 7 a.m. The system won't allow it. Keep trying, but no like, Yeah. I'm assuming we still have spots. I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, But yeah, as a heads up, so you guys totally crashed our website. (laughs) Yay. I mean, I... I, I know it must be frustrating, but I'm excited because, listen, the Living Method is an awesome program. It's really, truly your ticket to healthy, sustainable weight loss. Wait until the end. I, again, I, I just want the sale to be over with so we can get back to focusing on where we are at at the end of the day. Because if you stick around, you are going to be so – this is why we have so many returning members. This is why there's so much hype before a program because – after 91 days of prioritizing yourself every day and making, you know, healthy, nutrient-rich food choices, getting to be in tune with yourself, understanding yourself, reconnecting with yourself, right? Working through your issues and associations, creating new habits that just make you feel great. Like it's pretty awesome how you're going to feel at the end of this program. Forget weight loss, put weight loss aside for a second. Showing up for yourself every day and trying to be as healthy as possible and doing all the things that you can do to help you be as healthy as possible, not just physically, but mentally. Think about that for a second. That's freaking huge. That's huge. I don't know about you guys. Like I'm getting older. I'm getting older and uh, people around me are dying. People are either getting cancer or they're getting, they have some, something going on. And I'm just thinking, fuck man, like I just want to be healthy and live as long as possible. So I think a lot about even my brain health, right? Like I I want to be, I don't want to just get old. I want to live my best life, you know, as I get older. Do we have an update? What's happening? Tony just sat down. He just went, (sighs) 
So I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> They're looking into it. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying, you guys. Um, <laughs> it keeps using how many I want. I love you, but I can't afford $1,200. I'm okay with paying $75. <laughs> I used to charge thousands of dollars for my, yeah, lots of people with, um, lots of people are getting through. So you will get through. Um, I used to charge thousands of dollars for my program. It was not cheap to work with me. And you may think that's crazy. I think the final, I think it was upwards of $10,000 for three months with me. But what I would do is every day is I would have people text me everything they're eating, everything they're drinking, how they're feeling, pooping, whatever. So someone would be like, hi, good morning. This is my weight. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. If people had bowel movement issues, they would text me their bowel movements. And then we'd be in constant conversation constant contact. So if you can imagine how consuming that was, right? So you break up the hourly, it seems like that's a lot, but it really wasn't because it was a lot of my time and energy went into my clients. And so this is where I got to be able to tell when their scale was going to move, how long they'd be on a plateau for, how much weight they were going to drop because of the data collection, because of the information they were giving me and because of what they were telling me, right? How are you feeling today? Oh, I feel a little bloated. Do you have a headache? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, right before the scale moves every time for you, you feel bloated, you have a headache, you have a bit of indigestion, you know, this is what happens. Let's look back at the last couple of days. You know, I don't see any reason why your weight would be up. Um, or I would be like, okay, well maybe your weight's up today cause you did that workout yesterday and you did this and that. So I got very good at knowing, you know, when people were going to lose, how much they were going to lose, what their pattern, I would pick up on their pattern. Of course, people would be like, how do you know this? It's just data collection. And this is what I'm going to teach you, what weight loss looks like and feels like to you, right? And this is where, you know, if you have a body, right, the program's going to work for you. But some people have like, you know, you know, special needs in the sense that maybe you have, maybe you have thyroid issues, maybe you have diabetes, maybe you have, you know, some hormone things, what's going on. But it's a matter of just addressing those issues. And because the program is so healthy, it actually naturally addresses all of the things you got going on. Because when we talk to our healthcare professionals, one of the things they talk about is, at minimum, you want to do the things that you're doing on this program. Right. Sure. They have lots of medical interventions and things that they can do and medications you can take. But at the very least, you want to be as healthy as you possibly can when your body is factoring in those things, you know. So so it's really exciting. The data that you're collecting, this is why I said off the top, make sure you are keeping a journal. Right. Make sure you are using that living method app. You want to collect that journal. You want to be tracking what's happening on your scale. So I love the post yesterday that I randomly post. First of all, shout out to our member who shared that over on Instagram. So yesterday, if you missed it in the group, I just did an impromptu post and shared one of our members uh, scale post. She posted it on Instagram. I thought this is brilliant. Look at all the ups before the downs and the plateaus. Like this is such a typical you know, um, what typically what happens when you're losing weight with the living method. And so I shared that in the group because so many people are frustrated by the little ups and they forget. They're like, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. I'm following the program hundred percent. My weight is up and I don't understand why, except that it is so normal for your weight to go up right before it drops. So if you legitimately are doing all of the things, that's a great sign that your weight is about to drop. I know it's messed up, but it's just how it is. 
And uh, 36 years I've been helping people lose weight. 36 years I've been telling people the ups and the, and the downs and the plateaus and all arounds are so normal. We need to normalize those fluctuations, right? Chances are what happened when you used to weigh yourself when you were losing weight is that you would only weigh when you felt like you lost weight. Probably, right? You probably did not get on the scale when you knew that you were indulging and you felt like your weight is up. You probably just got on the scale when you're like, okay, I feel like I've lost weight. So you missed all those up and downs. But to me, the scale is such a great tool because when you see those ups, this is where you support the body and detox. Remember that conversation? I would go back actually and review that post, supporting the body and detox. Because once the scale starts to move, you want to keep it moving. And that's where that supporting the body and detox. You can even see on some people's scale where they went up and then it started to drop. And then the next day it went up again and then dropped and up again and then dropped. Those little ups are the body trying to is retaining water because it's still in detox. So that's where as soon as that weight starts to move, you want to do everything you can to make sure that the body can stay focused on fat loss, right? So you hit that low, low. Um, but it's really interesting more than that is that a lot of other members share their scales and everyone has a pattern that makes sense. And, you know, I talked to people who had like a kind of somewhat straight line across. I'm like, wow, that looks like your body's adjusting to the weight that you've lost previously. Um, yep, I lost, you know, 30 pounds in the last group. Yep, so it looks like your body is solidifying that. You know, ups and downs, straight line across. Looks like your body probably in this phase did a lot of change. Oh my gosh, yes, I lost two dress sizes. How did you know, right? Because there's just data collection doesn't lie. And some of you are seeing like, um, some of you are nervous because you're new to the program. So you saw an up, then you saw that initial down and now you're on an upswing. But this is where you want to really want to check out that post and take a look at some of our returning members where they had that up, they had that down, then they go back up, back up, back up, back up, but then they go down again. So this is where you want to draw a line from your start dot down to your lowest low and follow that down because that is your downward trend. That's your downward trend. To me, that's really exciting. That's really exciting. Um, I doubt anyone gets fat from eating an extra half an apple. <laughs> well, no one gets fat. Let me read. Oh, where'd that go? I want to pull that up, that initial comment. Um, I doubt anyone gets fat from eating an extra apple a day, uh, but I understand the concept. So... Yeah, but so small-minded, right? Like, I doubt anyone gets fat from, you know, just having a vitamin D deficiency or a omega-3 deficiency or, or gets fat from this or gets fat from that or, you know what I mean? It's never any one thing that causes your body the need to store fat. It's usually things in combination, um, not eating enough, lack of sleep, high stress, high cortisol levels, high insulin, um, you know, there's a variety of things that cause your body to feel the need to store fat. And the way your body is connected to your brain and how you're thinking. So here's the thing. Chances are, if you overeat that apple, you're overeating everything. Let me say that again. If you overeat that apple, chances are you're overeating everything. And so you are eating way more than you need. And so eating food right? Doesn't, especially in apple, healthy foods, won't, eating, eating more food isn't going to cause you to gain weight either. That's what's really important because a lot of people will say, well, once I've lost weight, what happens when I add in breads and pastas? Those foods never caused you, chances are, to gain weight in the first place. You don't gain weight just because you eat breads and pastas. I haven't had a client 
who needed to lose weight because they were just eating all the wrong foods. That was like maybe like 40 years ago, you know what I mean, where you had like one overweight kid in your class and now like 75% of kids are overweight or something insane like that. Like, you know, those of you who are older, right, you had that one overweight kid in your class. That was it. Um, and now obesity has become like an epidemic. And so that like really haven't had a client need to lose weight because they're eating all the wrong foods. And this way, a lot of people will be like, oh, I've cut this out, cut that out, cut this out, cut that out. And, you know, I'm surprised I'm not losing more weight because it's not really what you're cutting out. It's what you are giving your body that it's missing, you know. So when it comes to portions, it's about being in tune with your body's needs, about giving your body what it needs. That was the first step over the last few weeks. And it's about being in tune to your body's needs. And it's about more important, listening to your body's cues. So just forcing yourself to eat, you know, the whole apple, forcing yourself to eat everything on your plate is not going to get you to a place where you just know when you're done. Right. And that's where I want you to get to. I want you to get to a place where your body tells you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat rather than you just clearing everything off your plate or you just eating the whole apple or you just finishing the whole bag of popcorn or you just finishing the whole bag of chips or you eating the last slice of pizza because it's just sitting there or you feeling a need to finish your kid's food. Do you know what I mean? So this need to finish our food goes so much deeper and that's the issue that we're trying to get to that's the issue that we're trying to get to. So no, like having, you know, an extra piece of your apple is not going to cause anyone to gain weight. It's not necessarily going to stop you from losing weight either, but it's not really doing anything in terms of learning to trust your body's cues. And here's the thing in maintenance, this is why it's so big, is that in maintenance, so many people have a hard time trusting their bodies because after years and years and years of dieting, they feel like their body hates them. Their body's just trying to make them fat. Their body's trying to make them sick. Their body's trying to screw them over or they don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves to be in a room full of their favorite foods. I want you to be, when you're done this and you've reached your goal, be able to be in a room full of your favorite foods and not even bat an eyelash because you're just so in tune to the fact, yeah, I don't really want that, right? Or I'm going to have that and then you choose to have it and you enjoy it and you realize halfway through that donut, you don't want to eat the rest because you're just, you've had enough. So, right? So whether it's an apple or it's a donut, it's the same, same. You feeling the need to finish the whole thing translates in the need to finish the whole donut because ignoring your body's cues is ignoring your body's cues. And that's why we really want to work to get into to our portions. Um, my weight fluctuates so much. It's hard to see at this point. I'm still lighter than I was when I started. I'm not gaining weight, bigger picture. Yeah. So some people are really, really prone to, um, and then Linda says, I'm doing the yo-yo thing again, not gaining, but not losing either. I guess that's a good thing, but getting very monotonous. There's things you can do about this. I bet you you're not drinking enough water because usually when the scale goes up and down, up and down, it's your body trying to detox, but it's not getting anywhere. So you're not giving it the resources it needs. I bet, I bet you need to drink more water. Plus there's maximizing, right? I bet you're also probably not getting great sleep right now, or you're also really stressed right now, right? 
Or maybe you're doubling down on your exercise and so you're exercising even harder, which means that your body is more sore. So then your body's retaining water because your muscles are sore, but you're not drinking enough water. So your body's retaining that water. Like that up and down and up and down is just like very typical. That That's very typical. We actually talk about that in the scale post. And that's where just bumping up your water slightly, not just like that you need more is more is more is more, but chances are you're not getting enough. And that's usually what's happened with that. But that's not the only thing. There's also a lot more you can do. This is where you should be looking to that maximizing post. Have you pulled out the maximizing post today, yesterday, the day before to look at all the different things that you can do to be proactive, right? Um, I get this a lot with people, especially at this point where they haven't seen the scale move and then, but they haven't even looked into supplements because they just like, I don't, I, I don't believe in supplements. Supplements aren't it yet. Their vitamin D levels are so tanked that their body can barely function or along with their vitamin D levels being tanked, their magnesium levels are being tanked because they literally spent years starving and depriving themselves. And so they're not giving their body what it needs. And then think, oh, I'm just eating so healthy. I can get it from my food, but that's not how it is because you'd have to curate your whole, your whole diet all day, every day to get enough magnesium, to get enough omega-3, to get enough the things that you need. And especially vitamin D, so hard to be able to get that shit from any butter or foods that you're eating, right? Really, you need to you need to take a supplement for that. And so there's always things that you can do in order to break those plateaus. Those up and downs, up and downs, up and downs are usually plateaus. And, you know, you really kind of want to just step up your game and do all the things you can to get your body more focused on fat loss. Um, that's different, like a, as opposed to sometimes like a, a plateau is like where um, there's a plateau where you can tell your body's solidifying your weight. It's more that straight line plateau right? You can tell someone just started the program and their body's focused more on making change because they have a plateau, but it's up and down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And then you can see people who've lost, so their body's obviously willing to release the fat. And then you'll see that those ups and downs, ups and downs. And that's usually somebody who just their body is trying to go there, but it's not getting the resources, the time, the, the management of stress and sleep that it needs in order to follow through on that. So for example, you could be in detox, but then you're not not getting good sleep, then, you know, a lot of times what happens too is that people will be in detox and then they'll be really hungry at night. So then they'll eat at night, not really recognizing they're actually extra hungry at night because their body's heading into detox. And then they're craving carbs and sugar because they're dehydrated and their body needs more water because it's about to go into detox. And so then they wake up the next day, not drinking enough water or having that thing and their weight is up right? And then you double down, do the things that you need to do to try to get back down again, right? So so that's where you'd be like, okay, where's my body at? What does it need? What can I do to level level this up and really help my body focus specifically on fat loss? So um, yeah, I love that bigger picture, bigger picture. My scale is jumping up and down, small net loss, drink five liters of water, monitoring sleep, six and a half, mild exercise. How can I get my scale to move? I just told you. <laughs> Listen, the other side of that is if you're doing all the things, sometimes your body just needs time. And we're like, what's wrong with my body? And your body's like, are you fucking shitting me right now? I have spent, I'm repairing, I'm rebuilding, I'm regenerating, I'm rejuvenating. You're finally giving me these resources. I'm trying to make the change. Do you know what I mean? Or you just lost 
And then, you know, now your body's like, I'm adjusting to the weight that you've lost. You just can't take, you know, have me release pounds of fat and not have me adjust. You know, so we're always like, what's wrong with our bodies? What are we doing wrong? I see that all the time. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Nothing. Your body's just not a fucking machine. And because you're not doing a starvation diet, you're not going to see that big, huge 20 pound lose all your weight loss in the first few weeks of the program. Chances are, unless you have a lot of weight to lose. So you people see people losing large amounts because they have a large amount to lose. Um, you're not going to see that, but you forget that when you did those diets, you got to a point where you stopped losing, you gain it all back. That's not going to happen on this point, right? So maximize, 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 dig into downsizing, make sure you're asking as many questions as you possibly need in order to be super clear on what you need to do. Um, we have, uh, we have no shortage of inspiration around this week moving forward. This is what I'm saying. It's game on moving forward. So check yourself at the door today. What do you need to set yourself up for success? What is your mindset? Where are you at? What is your why? Show up every single day. Make some non-negotiables for yourself. Check into the group. Check into your app. Set those intentions. End of day reflections. Ask as many questions as you need. Check out our amazing Livy Loser Spotlight today. Join us tomorrow. Sharon Burton Rob down 165 pounds is going to join us and have a little conversation with me, probably a big conversation with me. I'm so excited to chat with her uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, 4 p.m. Join me Wednesday, where Kim and I break down the tweak this week, where we really get into it. Listen to our guest tomorrow, Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer is back. We're going to talk about working through those feels. How do you keep showing up, even though you're frustrated as fuck? Join us on Thursday, where Dr. Beverly is going to join us. We're going to really get into your head. What's going on? Turn up that internal volume. How do you keep showing up? How do you stick around long enough to actually make a real difference? How do you make sure that you are here at the end? We're going to talk about it. We're going to have an amazing freaking week. Um, Show up like you're expecting that scale to move every day. It's not going to move every day, chances are, but show up anyway, like you are ready. You are literally doing all of the things. And then when you are doing all the things, if you want, ask yourself if you can do more. There is always more you can do. Uh, I'm also going to take you guys through a troubleshooting session. When are we doing that? Probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to take you guys through a troubleshooting session using those 20 questions uh, probably next week. Yeah. Is it next week? I don't know. I'm going to take you through that. So um, I got to go. <sighs> Maybe you want to come back and join me tonight. <laughs> Remember what happens in the live stays in the live uh, Monday night live uh, tonight, 7 p.m. You want to come back, see how our day went, check in at the end of the day. Otherwise, remember, if I didn't get to your question, pop it over on the question of the day page. The team will answer it over there. If you are feeling that you want some support, you want some love, you want some motivation, and um, we're also here for you for that as well, right? So don't be afraid to reach out. Get You're going to get out of this program what you put into it. So make the most of it. Um, I'm super stoked about this week. I hope that you are as well. Have an amazing day for those of you still trying to sign up take part of our flash sale keep trying um hopefully you'll get through otherwise have an amazing day everyone bye (laughs) mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com